So let's stand up again. And I'm going to invite you to spread out throughout this whole room. Take this outer robe off. I think I'm going to stand over here. And what I'd like you to do is just to grab hold of your knees and Move them in a circle, a clockwise circle. And those poor knees, after sitting all morning, they might be complaining right now. They might be speaking to you. So if you grab hold of them, just lean into them as you circle, and then circle the other way. And standing up and bring your shoulders up and back and down and around up and back and down and around up and back and down and around really move those shoulders Now move the other direction, so forward and down and back and up. And now a little bit of neck rolls, so taking your hands and putting them in the lower part of your back, just above the kidney area. And then just bringing your chin, your chin down to your chest, and in with keeping this in pain-free range of motion. Pain-free range of motion. So your chin is down to your chest, and then turning your neck so that your neck is then pointing up as high as it can, and then rotating your neck so that you're looking up towards the ceiling, and when you get up as high as you can, rotating again to the other shoulder and then looking down, and then rotating your neck again so that your chin is towards your chest. So you're getting the maximum movement of your neck that you can. And pain-free range of motion, just moving extra slow if you get to anything that's burning or tight or popping or clicking. And one of the reasons why it's helpful to relax the muscles of the body, it's a little bit like what happens when you make pancakes. When the pancakes are too dense, the maple syrup doesn't soak in. So when we take some time to do what we need to do to relax the muscles, then awareness Attention, mindfulness, energy, soak in. 
And it was a surprise for me to learn that when I relaxed my body, I didn't think, I didn't have so much obsessive thinking. That the obsessive thinking was a strategy not to be in an uncomfortable, tight, and tense body. And so now let your chin come back down to the place that it was when it began. The chin is towards the chest. Just notice what it feels like. And now gently turn the other direction. It moves towards the other shoulder and then up towards the sky and over and down again. Slowly, pain-free range of motion, breathing, 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 and creeping through any clicks or pops or tightness. Okay. Now I'd like you to keep your hips pointing forward, your feet rooted on the floor. And if you're near a chair, it's actually easier to sit and do this sitting down. So grab a chair if you're on a chair and sit at the front edge of it if you can. And what I would like you to do is just to to turn your spine without rotating your hips. So it's harder when we're standing because we can rotate our hips. So I'd like you to keep your hips pointed forwards and not rotate them, just to rotate your spine. And if you're sitting in a chair, it's really lovely because you can't rotate your hips. You can't do it. The seat on the cushion prevents you from rotating your hips. So this is a spine turn. So our arm wants to come in front of us and then behind us. And anything that we do that allows our spine to twist then supports our core strength And our core strength and our core awareness helps allow movement of energy to flow through our body. Okay. Now, whether you, uh, those of you who feel comfortable standing up, I invite you to stand up. And take your hands and rub them. Rub them harder. 
Rub them faster. Rub them harder still and faster still. And now let go. And feel your hands apart from each other. Can you feel tingling? Can you feel like the sense of saltwater taffy pulling? Can you feel the, the, the tension between your hands? Now try it in a different area, a different plane. Can you feel it in a different plane? Is it true in any plane or is it just one plane? You can feel it, yeah? So this is the energetic signature of chi, of life force. It's something that we can learn to feel. And it is in everything. It's in our bodies, it's in the air, it's in, the, it's in every material thing, it's in every living thing, it's everywhere. And so a qigong master is somebody who can direct the, cho- the flow of qi. And what's useful about this is that as meditators, when we feel qi, it really is supportive for letting us come to a different understanding than we're solid, we're stable, we're fixed, we don't move, there's no flow. So let's just bring a little bit of this energy back to our hands again. And, and this time we're going to use them as magnets, energetic magnets. So breathing in, letting the chi come in through the bottom of the feet and using the hands as magnets to draw the chi up to our collarbone height and down. So this is energetic breathing. This is not anatomical breathing. So I'm not confused about the fact that our mouth is in our head, not the bottom of our feet. It's just that we're talking about the subtle breath, which is with energy, and the energy breath can be directed anywhere. So we can actually breathe from the bottom of our feet, and we can let that energetic breath come up our legs and use our hands as magnets to draw that up over the top of our head and then down the center part of our body, down through our legs and back into the earth, drawing it up, and letting it return to the earth. So when we draw it up from the earth, we can invite the life force from the earth to come in, and when we let the energy out, we can release anything that's stagnant, stale, no longer useful, what is painful, what is too energetic, we can release it into the earth. And when I do that, I imagine that what goes into the earth is transformed into compost and becomes life-affirming. So now we can allow our hands to move up and allow this chi to move through our fingers into the sky. And then from the sky back down to the earth. From the earth through our body up to the sky And from the sky, through our body, down to the earth. And now this time when our hands come up, then we allow this chi to flow out to either side, and from either side coming back into our body and then down into the earth.
Now this time we're going to come up. One hand is going to come up and the other hand is going to come down. And there's a sense of separating heaven and earth and allowing the stretched side to open up and bringing heaven and earth together and letting it mix in the lower part of one's abdomen and extending through to the other side. And again, bringing heaven and earth together and letting them combine in the lower abdomen and extending to the other side. Okay, and now what I'd like you to do is I'd like you to stand with your feet to hips width apart and your weight balanced front and back and balanced side to side and relax your ankles and unlock your knees so bend them slightly if you're standing and if you're sitting then I would encourage you to sit on the edge of your chair which allows your spine to elongate and your neck to elongate and just allow your, your sitting bones to tuck under if you're standing And if you're sitting on the chair, then to have the top of your hips slightly in front of your sitting bones. And letting your arms come up so that they are at a collarbone height. Your arms are stretched like you're hugging a nice, big, ancient tree. Letting your thumbs and your fingers point to each other and your elbows point slightly down. And so this one posture, standing like a tree, is um, helpful, another helpful practice for when our, we're feeling really tired or there's a lot of pain in our legs. And then this practice, we continue with the breathing, allowing the breath, imagining the breath coming up through our feet, up over the spine, up over the top of the head, and then through the central part of our body back into the earth. And so it's quite dynamic, even though it's still, it's very dynamic. And what we can often do, those of us who are used to holding up the sky, is thinking that we have to do this with willpower. So I'm inviting to let go of that thought and to invite a way of doing this with the breath, with the chi, with the life force, and with awareness. So we don't use our willpower to hold the posture. We relax into breath. We relax into awareness and we relax with the life force that comes with the chi moving up from the earth and then down with the breath and back into the earth. And noticing, you know, for me when I do this, things start tingling and there's a lot more sense of subtle movement. Just notice that it doesn't take a whole lot of standing in this posture for the own internal experience to start moving quite quickly, shifting quite quickly. And relax your legs and relax your sacrum and relax your belly and relax the pelvic floor, relax the chest, relax the shoulders, relax the jaw, relax the eyes, relax the smiling muscles. Now turning the hands. And looking out and just noticing what's in front of you, what's in that triangle in front of you. What do you see? 
People, cushions, wall, floor, windows, brick. What do you see? So allowing the eyes to soften and staying with your own experience. Then rotating the shoulders again and opening up so that there's a sense of being open to what is above. In the traditional context, there are heavenly realms that are very clearly delineated and they're not visible with ordinary eye, beings that are non-visible. And there are people who can sense them or feel them, uh, sometimes see them. And that's not part of our normal, ordinary language. Sometimes we can open up and just notice what we notice when we open up to the sky. Does it feel heavy? Does it feel light? Does it feel blessed? Does it feel protective? What does it feel like? And again, continuing to relax. Relax the forehead, relax the eyes, relax the smiling muscles and the chewing muscles, relax the shoulder, relax the torso, relax the pelvic floor, and empty out the legs. So that's a koan. How can you stand out and empty out the legs? You do it by using the least amount of effort possible to stay balanced. And then letting the hands drop and feeling earth, earth mother. Earth is here, even in New York City, earth is here. Even at the top of a 10 floor building, earth is here. And earth has carried us. Earth has grown our food. Earth has supported us with every step we have taken. Earth has received our tears. Earth. So what is your sense, your direct experience when you connect with Earth? What is it like for you? And now allowing your hands to come in front of you. Just feeling your own space. The space that is yours to take up in this room. Whether this is gender specific, I don't know. But I have spoken to many women where it's not easy to take the space that is ours to take up in the room. So that's a curious question. For whom is that a relevant question? or an irrelevant encouragement. Take up the space that is yours to take up in this room. And allowing the hands to rest by the sides and just rocking back and forth on the feet. Just like we had that 
rolling pin underneath our feet and we were rolling back and forth from the front to the back of our feet. And as we're rolling back and forth, notice what your hands feel like. Notice what your arms feel like. Do you feel solid? Do you feel static? Do you feel flow? Do you feel tingling? Do you feel warmer? Do you feel more energy? Do you feel more alert? What do you feel like? Okay, and bringing the feet together and bringing the hands up so that they're forehead height and drawing them down to the lower abdomen and then out at the heart, down to the lower abdomen and out right directly in front and to the lower abdomen and then up over the head and then down to the lower abdomen. So energetically we can open up and then it's helpful to create a uh, energetic container so that we're not either too open or leaking energy. And now we take our hands and rub them again. And this time what we're going to do is we're going to let this energy pour inside. Pour, 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 pour inside. Cleansing and healing and then touching our elbows and wrapping around our shoulders and then out in front. And so we're going to weave it in front of us until we come down to the floor and then connect with the earth energy and then mix it with the heaven energy and let it pour and wash, cleanse, and protect us inside and out. Now, this might just seem like woo-woo, and you're entitled if that's your opinion, that this is woo-woo. But for any of us who are on the sensitive end of the spectrum, learning to navigate energy is actually not a small thing. And for myself, who's been a super sensitive, you know, it used to be that I'd come into New York City and I was just completely blasted. But when I learn how to do things like this before I leave the house, then I'm not so blasted. So for me, the proof is in the pudding. If it works, it's not harmless, it's not in contradiction to the Eightfold Noble Path, then why not? This is from Donna Eden. This is an energy medicine technique, and it's called the Celtic Weave. And she also was a super sensitive, and it took her a while to figure out how to navigate her sensitivity, and she developed all kinds of tools and supports for doing that. 
So, letting this energy waterfall cleanse and wash and clear. And now just connecting with your own heart, your own aspiration, and just looking around in the room at all of these other beings that are here with their intention to practice. Just noticing that beauty, all of these people here practicing together. Lovely. And let's come into sitting for a very short sitting. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.